as we listen to the second letter of St. Peter. And he's addressing the crowds because he's writing, they think, between the period of 100 and 150 AD. So already the people are starting to wonder about the Lord's coming again. He hasn't come. He hasn't come for my father. He hasn't come for my grandfather. What's going on? So he's trying to comfort them. One day the Lord is coming. It's true. But our time is not God's time. And we can get caught up in that so much in our lives. When is this going to take place? That doesn't really matter. The fact that God is coming is what we should be anticipating every moment of our lives. To truly be prepared for that moment when he comes to take us with him. And if we're truly prepared, if we have done everything we can to acknowledge our sinfulness and repaired the problems that we've called with, caused with others, then we are prepared and we will go to meet the Lord. That was the gift of St. John the Baptist. Imagine this man, locusts and wild honey. Doesn't sound like the greatest meal to me. Or to wear camel's hair. And yet, people were going out to see him. From all Judea, from Jerusalem, they were coming out to be baptized by him. To imagine what that must have been like. Thousands upon thousands saying, I need to be repentant. I need to have the Lord forgive me for all the things I have done against him and against my brothers and sisters. They didn't care what he looked like or what he smelled like. They knew that they had to have a change of heart. And that's the key to all of our existence is having that chain of change of heart to do away with our past sinfulness and look forward to a brighter future. John was clothed in camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist. But he was there to say, one mightier than I is coming after me. I've done everything I can to prepare you for this great coming. I've told you that you have to admit your failings. But when he comes, he's going to do greater things than I have done. He doesn't put it on himself. He says there's something greater than me that's coming. Be prepared for that great gift. Because he's going to come and baptize you with the Holy Spirit. Something more than just water. He's going to cleanse your soul to the very core of who you are. To be washed clean of all of our sinfulness. One of the great sacraments that we receive at the beginning of our life. Our life whether it's as an infant or as an adult, a new life we've been given when all of our sins have been washed away. Then to continue in our love for God by completing the other sacraments in our lives, the gift of confirmation, that healing grace that's given to us so we can proclaim the word of God, the powerful gift of the Eucharist that the Lord nourishes us gives us everything that we need to be able to proclaim that word each and every time we leave church. 
every time we've been nourished by the body and blood of Christ in Viaticum, those moments before we die. These are one of the greatest gifts that we can have. All these wonderful sacraments, when we acknowledge God, that he changes our lives. He fills us with the grace and blessing that is only his to give. And our openness is what is so wonderful that we can accept that mercy and that grace. That's what this wonderful season is about, is that anticipation, the wanting of the Lord to be in our lives, to bring us the healing, the grace that he provides for us. May we open our hearts during this season as new light comes into our lives. In the darkest part of our, of our existence, these total dark days, but they'll be lifted up to the light and the beauty of God in the fullness of his love and his mercy.